Bring It On is a public affairs program exploring the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American communities in South Central Indiana and beyond. Bring It On is a forum for the people, by the people, produced by an independent team of volunteers working at the studios of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana, and financially supported by listeners like you. year as Indiana's only weekly community radio show committed to exploring the people, issues, and events impacting African Americans. Hello and good evening. I'm Roberta Radovich and in today's pod uh, broadcast we'll speak with Shatoya Moss with the City of Bloomington's Department of Community and Family Resources who will come on to discuss the upcoming Black History Month kickoff for the city and the state of the black community. All of this in the next hour on Bring It On. And that state of the black community of course is an event that talks about the status of the City of Bloomington. I want to take this opportunity uh, while we have a few moments while our guest is, uh, our first guest is arriving. Um, Roberta, you're involved with a host of things in that your schedule is never empty (laughs) and you're the most busiest woman in the city of Bloomington. (laughs) Only the second most. Well, well, second most, okay. (laughs) Uh, I had the pleasure to attend uh, the MLK Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. breakfast and was totally, totally impressed uh, with just the atmosphere, the fact that it was a very cold morning. It was. But yet it was packed. It was packed. And uh, we were treated with a wonderful address from none other than uh, Shamika. Tamika. Tamika. Thank you. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so Tamika Catchings was our. Um, not just the 2019 Martin Luther King Day celebration breakfast speaker, but she was also she's also the bicentennial speaker. Oh, we um, we were able to partner with um, the IU bicentennial team, which is uh, chaired by none other than our beloved uh, Carolyn Calloway Thomas. Mm-hmm. So she was able to um, <clears throat> support uh, that endeavor to have Miss Catchings with us and she truly was I mean she was just absolutely amazing totally gracious totally engaged and really sincerely um, interested in what was happening at the Bloomington campus and in connecting with the students you know the, the thing that I really liked uh, here's a lady who in her own right is a is a standout uh, NBA player, WNBA right, player, right. Uh, has made her mark in that sport uh, and has pay, played through lots of pain. Yeah. But really shared a message about her uh, humble beginnings um, and a challenge that she overcame yeah. as uh, a young child and then as, a, as an adult. Yeah, she has a hearing impediment. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and she's not the only one in, of her siblings <laughs> that has one. And so her family was very earnest in um, not just overcoming, but navigating um, in such a way that Miss Catchings really caught the message as a young child of self-advocacy, um, being internally motivated to dream as big as she could possibly dream. She told the story of... Um, 
it coming to her when she was seven years old, what she wanted to be when she grew up, and mm-hmm. that was a NBA player. Uh, there was no WNBA when she <laughs> was seven. And so sharing that story of her pounding down the stairwell to go and tell mom and dad that she had figured out what she wanted to do and her mom and dad giving her that positive reassurance that, honey, if any girl could be a part of the NBA, it's probably going to be you. (laughs) And so that, you know, that kind of um, serious parenting, that encouraging parenting, that that kind of um, pouring into our kids... Mm-hmm. That's a lesson there. There's a lesson there <laughs> to just keep it positive with your kids, even if they're talking about stuff you have no idea what they're really saying. Uh, <laughs> to keep it super positive because you just never know what kind of impact. And I think she brought that impact message all the way home. I'll, I mean, we could sit here and talk about her accolades, but uh, truly one of the most wonderful moments is when she um, really engaged with um, two sets of a a set of twins who are students at IU and really encouraged them to think about what it means to seize an opportunity Mm -hmm. and to be present in the moments when the opportunities come and uh, so she really was able to drive that message home for those twins from the Sunday night reception all the way through until the Monday morning presentation. And um, it was really, really special f- to, to witness and to see. And it really spoke to me about the, the integrity um, that um, is part of just her everyday being. Um, you know, she's a superstar athlete, but she was really down to earth, Clarence. She just was a phenomenal, phenomenal well, guest. I was so glad to, to have my daughters there to hear her because she yeah. talked of, um, you know, this impediment, the hearing mm-hmm. uh, impediment, which then led to uh, some speech uh, challenges. But mm-hmm. she persevered, but yet she did something rather, uh, rather interesting. She got so tired of wearing these, these hearing aids. Yeah. That she decided, said, you know, I'm sick of these things. <laughs> yeah. And she, I think she was about five or six years old. Yeah. <laughs> and walking home girl. from school, she throws them into an empty field. <laughs> yeah. And just uh, when Nass, you know, does the, the infamous, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and said she didn't know where they were thrown. I mean, did not know where they were. And so her mother mm-hmm. said, child, we paid too much money yes. for those. And yes. they walked the route back to school yeah, and still, I guess still never, never found Never them. found them, never <laughs> found them. And so having to learn how to navigate without those things, <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, she, she really brought some really great and really did an excellent job of connecting then her own personal story with her dad's yeah. story. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that, Clarence? Yeah, her, her father played uh, professional uh, mm-hmm, basketball mm-hmm. and... Um, was this inspiration now if i recall he had had some injuries too he had had some challenges to overcome he, he had he he was in he was he he marched he marched he was in one of the marches she remembered when she was a little girl of him telling them about a gash that That's he right. got on his leg from a car um uh, full of hecklers exactly and, uh, and ne'er-do-wells as they might say came yep. by and sideswiped her father yep 
and left a, a severe gash in his yep. leg. Yep, yep. Uh, but yet he overcame that. He did. Uh, this family is just a family of persistence, you know? Truly. Now, now one other thing that I really liked was that um, I, I take it that not too many people say no to Tamika Catchings. Because <laughs> on the previous day, uh, Roberta said that she had met with students, and which it's always great when our, our keynotes meet with students and, mm-hmm. and share some uh, nuggets of wisdom and impart within them some stirring things to, re- to remember as they grow up. But met two young ladies. Um, uh, were they twins? They are They're twins. They're twins. Tierra and Sierra. Tierra and Sierra. <laughs> and uh, they have a talent, of a musical talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but both were a little shy to yeah. sort of go forth and, and share the singing talent with, with those in attendance. But Tamika, having conquered her some fears and earlier in her life, saw an opportunity and said, no, you're going to come with me tomorrow morning to this breakfast and, right. and be prepared. You're going to sing. And sure enough, at the end of her stirring remarks, which really were from beginning to end, they were stirring. Oh, they were. Brought the two young ladies up. They sure did. And they sung a song, and you would have thought that they were professional singers. <laughs> and uh, I was I was hoping that uh, uh, Professor Wise was there because <laughs> I think one of them does sing with a yeah, colon song. Yeah, actually, it's true. But mm-hmm. but they both sung in, in, in harmony and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, a cappella and... Mm-hmm. And and then it does take some courage to do they that. They did, and it was it was a profound life lesson that she used the platform of that celebration to pour into those girls. Yeah. I can't wait to see who they're going to be in twenty years. Um, and and I would love to be you know a little a little bug in the room when they tell the story about Tamika Catchings uh, meeting her when they were freshmen at Indiana University and what. What an impact that she made, because she did. She poured a life lesson into them like no other. <laughs> it was now, awesome. Now, that was the morning breakfast um, introduction yeah. to Dr. Keene's uh, birthday. Now, the previous night, uh, my wife and I did attend the IEPY dinner. Yeah. Uh, their 50th. Um, um, listeners, no, you no, no, are— No, 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 no <laughs> see, I wasn't even going to go there. Uh, I was just uh, no, listeners. No, you are you no. are in the presence of an award-winning anchor, <laughs> um, but also an esteemed colleague. Okay, read the script. Okay, okay, I'll okay, stick okay. to the script. All right, but he is the win- he is a recipient <laughs> of the Charlie Nelms Distinguished doctor, Alumni Award. The doctor, the doctor Charlie, Charlie Nelms, who I had a, a wonderful conversation with, and I had and I informed with that I, I bear your name in some ways, <laughs> and we um, I was totally honored. Um, yeah. But, but you know, that was just one element of the program. Students were mm-hmm. honored and others in the community. But really the highlight of the evening was hearing from Trayvon Martin's father. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine. And you could drop a pen in that room because here's a man who still, and, and rightfully so, is trying to come to grips with a loss that you can't replace. Yeah. So he, like so many other families, have gotten that phone call or gotten that visitation uh, by someone who – is either in law enforcement or whatever, to mm-hmm. say that your loved one won't be coming home anymore, mm-hmm. uh, has uh, dedicated himself to go out in the communities and to talk about the pain that he must now carry, but turning it into a positive, talking about um, just trying to change society. Yeah. And uh, he even said on, up at the, the front level, I mean, the front end of his uh, remarks, that I am not a lecturer. I am not a lecturer, but I'm a father who has lost a son. And then from there, 
just sort of uh, we relive relive portions of that moment. We it, he did not take us through there and stay there, but he from there uses a launching pad mm-hmm. to talk about a hopeful future that the loss of his son will hopefully wake up society and see that you know potential can't leave us at the rate of, that it's leaving us, and we can't have too many more summers and well, not even summer anymore, but we can't have too many of these events taking away our promise, taking away our future yeah. like it's doing. Yeah, and you know, <coughs> Clarence, at IU, um, so that that's the IUPUI's event, and then we had the, um, we had the, um, we had the MLK Day breakfast, but the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center director, Monica Johnson, and her cross-cultural programming board also conceived and executed an amazing what they called iUnity Summit. Mm-hmm. And it was a real-life board game, life board game, if you can imagine. There were various different stations like the judicial system, housing, other types of systems that represent our sort of civil society and the social contract. And students picked up um, a a label when they came in that they could not Mm. identify. They couldn't choose their label. They chose their label, but they couldn't they couldn't know that that label was going to then dictate how they moved through the game of life necessarily. Mm. And so two friends could come in, pick up different labels and have very different experiences. She had an incredible turnout. There were um, 300 students in the space. So she had an interactive experience and then the students had a chance to debrief. And it was a very cross-cultural experience experience with the idea that at the end of the day, even if this is not your reality, you are moving through this game to kind of get a taste of how it is one might be moving through um, these uh, systems, these structural systems, and where structural racism is taking place, and to to move people beyond the idea that um, prejudice and bigotry and even racism is happening on an individual level. We know that that happens on an individual level, but at this point, it's very sophisticated, it's structural, it is part of what we would call the white supremacy. Um, and so breaking that down into a, into a way that students could really experience that and feel that and understand that without all the kind of hyperbole or scholarship jargon, but just, hey, me and my friend came in and they had a completely different experience than I did moving through this game of life. And what does that mean? And what does that um, what does that look like? And I think it's those kinds of experiences that, for example, that Monica is uh, facilitating that helps these future leaders, these soon-to-be alumni of Indiana University, helps them understand more about where somebody like Trayvon Martin's dad is coming right. from. Well, you know, I, that, that's tremendous because it sounds like almost a re, uh, revised um, um, experience that Jane Elliott mm. had put on for her Very school children yeah. years years well back in 1968. The blue eye, the blue eye, brown eyes, and um, uh, had the opportunity to, to see that uh, video again. Mm. Um, uh, several, well, 14 years later, when the participants came and, right. and talked about that experience, but. Uh, if you have not, never had that opportunity, go online and you could pretty much just Google Jane Elliott blue eye, brown eyed experiment. Mm-hmm. 
and just be ready for something that's uh, very eye-opening, and not to use a pun, but um, that sounds uh, like it was very apropos for what we're seeing today and preparing future leaders. Yeah, uh, without triggering the students. Without too much. triggering, right? <laughs> absolutely. Well, you don't want to harm anybody. Then the other thing um, to cap off that wonderful day, of course, there were events going on all through the day in Bloomington because in Bloomington it was a day on and not a day off. And uh, it culminated, of course, with the evening uh, festivities at Buskirk Chumley, who's been a partner with us for years. Um, and they had a, an esteemed guest who gave a keynote speech. And, of course, there were awards given, remarks made by uh, the leadership of Bloomington. Mm -hmm. But it all sort of culminated with uh, uh, Professor Janine Nelson, who we had the privilege of interviewing last week here on Bring It On. And if you thought that interview was stirring and, and these really didn't that interview didn't touch on the remarks hardly at all uh, but then she got up to speak and she just kept everyone and just wrapped attention mm. can you comment a little bit on that I, I actually I got to see what I can comment on is her um, at the MLK Day breakfast mm -hmm. and I have to tell you when she stepped to the stage uh, everybody kind of called everybody just kind of came to attention <laughs> she kind of had that presence and it was clear that she was there to handle the business of talking about what the legal rights and the ramifications are in the, these moments that we find ourselves mm -hmm. in. Well, we, we uh, actually, too, also, after wrapping up the interview uh, last Monday night, I was able to hear it on the radio because WFHB, um, your community radio station, airs the, uh, the event live. They stream it live. and. Um, Wonderful event, and again, stirring remarks and memorable remarks, and um, you know, it's just something that uh, the community is always enriched by. Um, so, we have just gotten word that our our first guest has arrived, and we we of course will always give her a pass because what she was doing prior to this interview, she was tending to a patient. So we want to definitely give her a chance to come in and uh, or make herself comfortable. You can. Place your coat there, and okay. this is live radio. All, you all, and you all don't hear this radio. nowhere else no, but on live radio. I'm bringing on. Sorry about that. But uh, no, no apologies needed. You know uh, I would hate to be in the examining room and then all of a sudden you run out. No, yeah, exactly. I, I so, she was nervous about it. So, but but I as a true, but as a true health professional, <laughs> uh, she cared for the concerns of her patient. We are always secondary to that. But uh, before we go any further, uh, we're going to um, – we, we thank you, Roberta, for chiming yeah. in on what happened on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, uh, the birthday. Um, schools were out, so students had an opportunity to get involved in the community. I know the Monroe County Library had a whole host of things to right. do, and all through the city of Bloomington. Right. Anything to wrap that uh, day up, anything that we've not touched on that comes to mind? Nothing that comes to mind immediately, but just to, if you're interested <coughs> in kind of keeping up or um, getting a recap of what happened at Indiana University, you could go to mlkcelebration.indiana.edu. We have a video that's going up pretty soon that recaps what we uh, what was happening with our speaker this year. Mm -hmm. And um, also that the Building Bridges Award nominations are open for 2020. So we had some fantastic recipients um, as Laura Plummer, uh, who's a professor, uh, <clears throat> the director of the Faculty Writing Initiative at IU, said that so much of the work that's happening for social justice and equality uh, is happening and having a 
reward opportunities brings those people and their work to the light. Mm -hmm. So um, if you know somebody and you'd like to highlight or bring to the light some of the work that is um, happening, the Building Bridges Award nominations are actually open, and you can find that at MLK Days, at mlkcelebration.indiana.edu. All right, and on that note, we're going to uh, backtrack to say the doctor is in the house. That's right. Uh, our, our favorite guest physician is here, uh, Dr. Karen Reed Renner is a family practitioner who practices in Bloomington, and she is in the studio with us safely. And uh, I have to say safely, the weather <laughs> conditions are changing oh as boy. we speak. <clears throat> and she was dashing over after finishing up uh, a very important uh, visit with a, with a patient. But she's in the studio with us. She has uh, uh, so graciously agreed to meet with us tonight to talk about a, a few things of interest. I want to set the stage here. Uh, she's in the studio to talk to us about those New Year's health eating resolutions that we all probably have made. Some under the sound of our voice have, have made them and some are hanging to them. <laughs> Whereas some just couldn't pass that McDonald's oh or Burger King <laughs> or Wendy's without going in. Just to get a few, I'll get the small fry, not the large, medium, or whatever, but the small fry. The sm but, oh, my God. But, but of course, we know good. what happened. We, yeah. we knew what happened after that. So mm. um, now, you may have broken some of these healthy eating resolutions. It's early in the year, but don't give up because the doctor, again, is in the house, and she's got some sound medical advice to share. So we've invited her to share some information on health and wellness spa that she's opening, and we're so excited about that. This is a black woman in Bloomington opening a health and wellness spa. Let's let's pause on that. And I think that. I get a free coupon. To, okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> she's planning a grand opening this coming Thursday, and of course she'll soon be producing a highly successful recurring medical segment entitled My Health Matters, which offers insights and tips for a healthier you. We're delighted to have her here today. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Renner. Come, welcome to Bring It On. Thank you so much for having me here. I always enjoy being here. And, and no, on the front end, no excuses are needed. Um, you know, again, I say this, you're always welcome and we understand that these things can happen, but uh, we are so grat grateful that you're here safely. And I have to Thank put you. emphasis on that. Um, so tell us, okay, I, I sort of set the stage, you know, it's, um, we, we got through Thanksgiving. Now, it goes all the way back mm -hmm. to Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. We're really Halloween. Yeah. I think for some, you know, <laughs> it's true. I mean, you know, okay. the trick-or-treat bag. Halloween for Clarence. No, 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 no. no, no. While, while, while we don't take part in Halloween, others yeah. do. And, and yeah. oh. they just about finished off that big bag of candy. Yeah. Then Thanksgiving, need I say more. Yeah. Um, then Christmas. And then you... you Think, I mean, New Year's, and, and it's that roller coaster. And, and now on the horizon is Valentine's Day, which typically shouldn't be too bad. Shouldn't be I too mean, bad. It's just one day. Yeah. yeah. So just a little bit Just a little bit of chocolate. And chocolate is good, especially dark chocolate, they say, right? Well, dark so chocolate. That, that's my story. I'm sticking to that. The dark there you chocolate. Go. <laughs> Besides, it's Valentine's, right? So. Well, well, tell us now, you know, we, we, we sort of just eviscerated our New Year's resolutions yeah. and how do we get back how do we first stop beating ourselves up and then how do we get back on track well well the first thing is um, recognizing 
where your weaknesses are. And having the attitude, if you maintain a positive attitude, you're going to recognize that even when you mess up, it's still information because mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's highlighting an area that you need to pay attention to because everybody has weaknesses. And so if you focus on all your weaknesses, you're not going to get anywhere. So you have to kind of look at your weakness in the light of if you know that you can do this, then when you mess up, it's just letting you know that, okay, so I need to tighten my belt here, yeah. okay? And if you have someone who's working with you who is supportive and positive, you know, for me, I'm, I'm kind of a, I, I'd like to say I'm kind of like a, um, a cheerleader, mm -hmm. okay? So when you come in, um, like I had a patient who came in recently and I hadn't seen her for over six months. And you know, she had lost probably 75, 80 pounds. And when I, I hadn't seen her for a while, and she came back and she'd lost, she'd gained back about 40 pounds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was expecting me to beat her up. But I realized that life gets in the way. So you have to mm -hmm. kind of focus on the long-range goal rather than those little dibits where you mess up. You know, think of it as this is a battle. Yeah. And in a battle, sometimes you may have little skirmishes that you lose but you want to focus on the overall war that you're going to win. And every time you mess up in a skirmish, you take some time out and you evaluate and say, okay, um, maybe I wasn't as committed. Maybe I wasn't as serious about this. Maybe I just need to be more realistic about um, what the goals I'm setting for myself. Mm -hmm. And you set goals that are realistic. Mm -hmm. And it's always better... You know, if you're going to climb a mountain, you know you don't have the stamina to, to run at the, the level of a sprinter, you know, an Olympic sprinter up to the top of the mountain. You know that you, if you walk sometimes and you run sometimes, you'll make it. Focus mm -hmm. on just finishing. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've never been trained to be a, a, an Olympic sprinter, does that make sense mm. to you? Absolutely. Yes, so before we get into mm -hmm. talking about your spa concept, yeah. I want to know the why. What inspires you? Why do you do this work? Why does it matter to you? So that we can have a better understanding of, of, of the product okay. that you are, or okay. you're building here. So you're kind of getting deep into my, 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 my whole architecture. So to speak. <laughs> okay. Really, really. So into first, your soul. So, so my soul. So first, I'm a Christian. I'm okay. a child of God. I'm a, I believe in the power of God, mm -hmm. uh, um, who's the creator of the universe. Mm -hmm. And so... I believe that he created us all for destiny and purpose. So when I talk to someone, whether it's a child or an adult or an 80-year-old, I'd say, well, we're here because we all came from another planet. It's called heaven, mm -hmm. and God lives in that planet, heaven. Mm -hmm. And he's the leader, and he's also the leader of the ruler of the entire universe. And he sends you here for a purpose, mm -hmm. okay? So when we find our purpose and we reso resonate in that purpose, whether they pay you a dollar or 50 cents or a penny, you will be happy about what you're doing because that's your purpose. Everything about your being resonates in that purpose. So, when, so because you have challenges doesn't mean that that thing that you've set your mind to do, that may be an inspiration from heaven to do, that you are already preset to do that job and you came here and you get challenges doesn't mean that the challenge means that that's not what you're supposed to do. I love that. So the challenges are supposed to be your launching board, <coughs> your mm -hmm. springboard to what you're supposed to do. So I believe in purpose and I believe in destiny. I believe that God sent us here for purpose mm -hmm. and the challenges you go through is to help someone else. All Does right. that make sense? I love so that. So with that in mind, I believe that 
with faith, nothing is impossible. Okay? Yeah. With faith, nothing is impossible. Uh, so that means that with faith, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. And so because I believe that I'm not determined by my, my, my environment. Okay. I'm already determined by a, an, a higher order. Okay. So that's the higher order that determines what I do and what I don't do. Okay. So mm-hmm. I believe in, the, in wellness and keeping people whole and inspiring people to fulfill their destiny. So mm-hmm. that's what wellness is all about. Okay. We come to a world that's stressed. Yes. Okay. And so, you know, God is perfect. The earth was perfect, but it got messed up. So we come to an earth that's stressed. And every single person, even the child in the womb, gets experienced mm-hmm. stress. Mm-hmm. If you were at a delivery, you'll experience, you'll see that that child experienced stress. A heartbeat goes down, those kinds of things. It's not easy. So it's a mm-hmm. battle from the very beginning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, stress is our number one problem, is our number one enemy. And so stress also works to affect our health, affect our, the way we think about our lives, okay, and deviates us a lot of times from that, that divine order, so to speak, I that see. destiny. So that's a little deep. Yeah, okay, is, so that's, that's my inspiration <laughs> for why yeah. I do what I do. Uh, it's been a dream of mine ever since I came to, to Bedford. And it's only this year that I've seen it come to fruition. In fact, I've uh, there's some equipments I've bought on faith, <laughs> you know, and they're sitting there and they kept on reminding, you said you're going to do this, Dr. Karen, you said you're going to do this. And finally, I, I, had, a, I had, a, had it in my heart that the 31st of December was the final day to get everything in order. So I spent my Christmas actually painting and, and decorating. And it's interesting because my furniture, I had old furniture, I repurposed it. If you saw it, it looks like it, it has a new life, a new personality. It's it's all snazzy. You're chic. excited. I'm so excited about it. And and so this is the culmination of an amazing dream. And then then I had all these people that God sent into my life to help me fulfill that dream. And I, I believe that's that's how life is. We're on a journey. We're supposed to help each other. Yeah. You know. So if you're paying attention to the people who come in our path, then we will see the the angels and we'll see those people that have been sent to support us so we could fulfill our destiny. Uh, I want to go back to something you said earlier about the stress uh, mm-hmm. that we're born into and mm-hmm. I have to agree. I think everyone here has to agree uh, that there uh, is this sort of an inordinate amount of stress. Mm-hmm. And then also society places on us uh, what they feel or what they deem as the optimal this or the ideal that. So yes. unless you look like this or unless you your your hair looks yes. a certain way yes. unless uh, you could fit into this outfit a certain yes. whatever. Yes. I mean, so there's stress mm-hmm. placed on us uh, artificially. Exactly. And with that, um, you have this spa now. Yes. That is, is, I would just go ahead and say is divinely inspired. And you plan <laughs> to help everyone that walks in and hit a reset. Is that the right. name of it? Divinely Inspired. I know. I just named it. I just named it. Rejuve Aesthetics. It started at Rejuve okay, Spa right. and it got renamed to Rejuve <laughs> Aesthetics. So it's taking, you know, because of the stress of life that affects our, per, our self-perception, you know, um, we're just there to kind of polish things up a little bit, but not to, to make you a different person mm-hmm. right. to be the best you right okay so i i believe in dealing from the the spirit out so if you're not beautiful on the inside, you can do all the dressing you want and right. all you're going to do is become a, another person that you're probably not going to be happy with. 
Mm. And it, it gets that way. You you never find a stopping point. Right. So once you're happy on the inside, you just need to tweak a few things. Just a few things. Just tweak a few things, you know, and then you'll get to where you need to go. So you have that confidence to do what you were sent to do. And that's my that's 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 my 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 idea. So so we've heard now your philosophy mm-hmm. for life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how that you're going to incorporate this into uh, this spa or this health and wellness mm-hmm. experience. Yes. Uh, share with us um, um, the location and the things that await an individual that will cross the threshold there. There you go. So my office is 1403 East Atwater. It's right behind um, a famous pizza place, Mother Bear's Pizza, um, close to um, IU High School, the, the optometry school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's right by um, Water and Swain. And you know when the patient, c- when the client comes into the, the our office, it's it's warm, it's it's inviting. We we believe in treating you as if you were the only person that exists. VIP first class treatment. Yeah. So you feel special because we all are special. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have um, a few equipments. We have a laser uh, equipment for laser hair removal, um, for skin rejuvenation to remove like dark spots or pigmentation or skins. Um, also, we have um, uh, different types of facial peels. Um, uh, we have some products that we're also going to be selling there, too. And um, in about three months, we're going to be carrying um, vitamin supplements to help get your body back in order. The other major um, thing that we're going to be providing is hormone pellets because we believe in replacing the natural hormones that your body is missing, especially when we go through the stress of menopause and um, and the uh, the different stresses that we've gone through mm-hmm. that affects our hormones and get us out of balance. So um, we we do Propel pellets from um, a pharmacy in Texas, and. Um, with the pellets is both for men and women. But what's interesting about pellets or um, therapy as a a way of replacing your hormones is that it's unique to you, it's custom made to you Mm -hmm. so that we only give you what your body is missing, not more, you're not gonna get hyped up on steroids or things like that, just enough for you to be able to Mm -hmm. function well. Mm -hmm. Many people who've had um, problems with hormonal imbalance, for example, with men with a low testosterone, it affects their energy level, it affects their health, the cardiovascular system is affected, their sleep is affected, women have the same issue. And in terms of intimacy, there are challenges there. So mm-hmm. um, we want people to be ready to be able to enjoy their Valentine's yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, dates and things like that by getting your hormones back in order. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, let me ask you this now. Um, we have 1403 at water, mm-hmm. and we do know that you have on Thursday a grand opening. A grand opening, And yes. we have uh, about three minutes, so yeah. I want you to talk as as much as you want our audience to know about the grand opening, what to expect, and how to get more information and how to make an appointment. Absolutely. So the grand opening will be on Thursday, the 31st of January at 6 p.m. until 8 p.m., um, we'll be having um, some hors d'oeuvres and some drinks, and um, we'll be giving away um, a discounted um, uh, Botox treatment, and some. Um, we'll be giving away also some Jan Marini products, which is like one of the more popular um, cosmetic products. 
Um, also, there'll be, um, and this will be through a raffle. Mm-hmm. Um, we we will have a talk also on um, what is hormone pellets, what is uh, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, mm-hmm. and uh, we're just going to have a lot of fun. So we hope that a lot of people who are interested in getting their hormones back in order will come in to see us. So, Doctor, are you the first black woman in Bloomington to have this kind of enterprise? I'm probably the only black doctor in Bloomington <laughs> to even be in practice <laughs> for this long. <laughs> yeah, right. so I'm probably, yeah, as mm-hmm. far as I know about Bloomington history. Okay. So, so for our <laughs> listeners, you might not be interested in laser anything yeah. or hormone replacement, but just come out and say hello yeah. to Dr. Karen and support her and wish her well because, as you know, it's so important for us to help undergird each other in Thank business you so enterprise. Much. Yeah. I really appreciate you having mm-hmm. me here today. This is like a lot of fun. Absolutely. And as always, uh, we will have you back. And, and also, we know that you will be hosting our My Health Matters uh, segment, which we will be launching uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was sitting here thinking when, when, uh, when you said that you were the only, we have had Dr. Lori Thompson on. Uh, before who has uh, worked with us and also uh, hosted yeah. uh, previously My Health mm, Matters. Right. Um, and I'm not sure of any others, but I, I'm always astounded when I hear that there are others. Yeah, uh, th- and there I will are say other that. black doctors in town. I'm the only black doctor who's still in practice by myself without be working for the oh, university okay. or anybody else. So, and, yeah, and, so. And, and so if I come and, and, <laughs> and, and on Thursday to get my, my pellet, uh, pellets, I think you'll learn information. Yeah, oh, oh, information. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Information. Okay. I don't think I need so the Botox shot. Uh, um, no, 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 no. You don't look a day over 25. <laughs> you look so uh, you young. I don't, you have, you, have, much, you yeah. age, yeah. we thank all age much. very well. You know, <laughs> he's got a face for radio. It's, oh. it's, <laughs> <laughs> we age very well. Smack. But yeah. <laughs> on that note, yeah. uh, I owe you thank one. Thank you, Dr. Okay, thank you so much. We want to thank Dr. Karen Reed Renner a family practice doctor uh, who you will hear here again who practices in Bloomington and she joined us to help us uh, not only salvage those New Year's health eating resolutions uh, that we began four weeks ago so uh, again don't beat up on yourself don't beat up on find yourself find someone who can support you and c- if not come and to my office I will help you and she I'm will help you I'm also starting this weight loss I've already lost five pounds oh. so oh. I'm already oh. ahead of the game so we definitely have to have her back yeah. and then yeah. too she will be uh, hosting our our uh, health and wellness uh, segment entitled My Health Matters but she is launching a new health and wellness spa uh, in this community, located at 1403 Atwater. Uh, this Thursday will be the grand opening from 6 to 8 p.m. No reservations needed. Just come no on in. No reservations. Just show up, and we'll just treat you just amazing. All right. All well, right. thanks for joining us. Thank we'll you. have you back again. And Bring It On has an open submission policy. So if you have an idea for this program, let's hear it. Send an email to our volunteer staff. The address is bringiton at wfhb.org. We want to make sure that we're sharing everything and anything affecting the African-American community with our listening audience in Bloomington and beyond. The email address is bringiton at wfhb.org.
course, that was one of my favorite tracks uh, entitled Oh Happy Day by the legendary award-winning singer, songwriter, producer, on and on and on, Quincy Jones. And this particular selection was from the Walking in Space album project, Roberta released 50 years ago. Oh, I just, I was in just. In 1969. I was still just a twinkle in my mama's eye. And I was, I was here. <laughs> <laughs> right. To keep up with local <laughs> news and to find out what's happening behind the scenes at WFHB, you're invited to like the WFHB Facebook page. Go to WFHB.com and search for WFHB. WFHB. Or you can always visit the WFHB News website at WFHB.org slash news. I think in the excitement of hearing walking in spaces, oh, happy day, it's Facebook.com and search for WFHB. Thank you, Clarence. I, mean, I, I still owe you five. I'm just waiting for that moment. Bringing on is Indiana's only public affairs program dedicated to the African-American community. Here on WFHB, 91.3 FM and live on the web at WFHB.org. For bringing on, I'm Clarence Boone. And I'm Roberta Radovich, and I also have a face for radio, so (laughs) there it is. This year's Black History Month kickoff is scheduled for this coming Thursday, January 31st, 2019. There is a reception beginning at 530 and a program which starts at 630 at City Hall Council Chambers. And at the top of the hour, we, we mentioned that we will be speaking with uh, Ms. Shatoya Moss with the City of Bloomington's Department of Community and Family Resources. Also joining her uh, this is evening is James Roberta. Sanders. James Sanders. Chair of the, Black, the City of Bloomington 2019 Black History Month Committee. And they're here to sort of uh, share with us some of the highlights of the, oh, they got a big calendar. Oh, a huge calendar. Uh, what's going on in the month of February. Um, uh, Mr. Saunders, Ms. Moss, welcome to Bring It On. Thank you for having us. What are some do not miss events, James? Well, um, yeah, James Sanders. I am actually the Black History Month uh, kickoff chair um, that will be happening on January 31st at City Hall Council Chambers. Um, our next event, these are kind of like our flagship events. Um, we have the State of the Black Community on February 12th um, at City Hall at 5.30. Next is the essay contest reception. Um, It'll be February 27th at Fairview Elementary School at 6. And um, the big one, Mm -hmm. the annual Black History Month Gala. Um, It's March 2nd, uh, 2019, uh, Hilton Garden Inn at 6. And tickets for that actually go on sale on January 31st at the bus Kirk Chumley. So we're looking to, to see a big crowd. Excellent. And what are what are you looking the very most to? I mean, I know as a chair, you're not supposed to have favorite events, <laughs> but what is something that you just feel like is a do not miss event and that it is. Um, so it's a do not miss event, but it's also an opportunity for a wide variety of audience members to come and participate cross cultural, intergenerational. What would be a couple of those events that are really well, I don't mean to be biased, but um, the Black History Month kickoff mm-hmm. on the 31st, I think, is one of the most important events because, um, one, uh, it's, uh, it's there's a reception at the beginning starting at 530, as we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and um, there's free food, um, and, and it's pretty good food. Um, this year, it's sponsored by uh, Borden Blade, mm. um, so I don't know if you've ever had them before, but they they're pretty good. They are fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it just gives you an opportunity to 
uh, mingle with uh, different residents and different people from all walks of life. There will be people from uh, the city staffers, um, IU uh, staff and students, Mm -hmm. um, people just from around the community. I'm actually not affiliated with IU or um, too many other things. I actually work at Crane. Mm -hmm. um, So I'm about 35 miles down the road. Uh And, you know, it's it's good for me to see, you know, different faces and also um, some familiar faces that I haven't perhaps haven't seen in a while. So um, in the the ceremony well, the program rather is it's always insightful and inspirational there are performances there are um just uh reflecting moments Mm -hmm. that um you can all share that you may not Mm -hmm. um be used to Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and it's it's pretty much always a good time yeah and um next i like the gala Mm -hmm. um it usually ends uh black history month for the city events and um you get to dress up and Mm -hmm. you know do your best you can dance um you know just mingle with um with the with you know Mm -hmm. with people you know and in a different setting everyone's dressed Mm -hmm. up i like getting dressed up Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um i have my tuxedo already planned and i just have to get it altered and some stuff there you go (laughs) it uh it's actually um a very um a good time and uh, along with those um those are just the flagship events but we have a whole calendar of events they're all not put on by the city but just different organizations um within the city of bloomington um in a pretty diverse um, segment of events mm-hmm. also. So, Is this calendar available digitally or you have to pick it up at the city hall? Yes, it will be. Um, we have, uh, of course, uh, hard copies, but you can also see a soft copy at uh, bloomington.in.gov slash bhm. Bloomington.in.gov slash bhn and can you tell us a little bit about your but about yourself here you are uh miss shatoya am i saying your name correctly yes, shatoya i also go by toya but uh, as james was saying or as you had mentioned i'm actually the project specialist over this event for black history month <laughs> Um, And I have to agree with James. Kickoff will definitely set the tone for Black History Month. We have a lot of great performances in store, as he mentioned, as well as two great keynotes. So we'll be actually having Dr. Dion Dans and then Dr. Valerie Hodden speaking. It'll be the first time that we're going to have a conversation going on between these two ladies. telling their perspective on what reclaiming our time is to them and what that means to them. I'm so glad you brought that up, Shatoya, because I was going to ask you a little bit about your theme. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit more? So the Black History Month Committee, we all, you know, took took some really good time to think about what should this theme be for this year. Mm -hmm. And reclaiming our time kind of gathered the entire scope of what people of color have endured over years um, as far as correcting historical wrongs. So reclaiming our time, of course, was coined by Maxine Waters. Uh, So it's kind of become the famous quote in that sense. But we took a little bit further. We started to ask each other, so what does it mean to reclaim your time to you? Or what does it mean for you to reclaim anything? So uh, James here is actually going to be putting together a special video Uh, that will be debuted during kickoff and we are going around and asking community residents as well as IU students you know anyone who's anyone what is it that they have reclaimed and it could be something that they've done in the past or something that they're going on you know for the future Mm -hmm. for me personally it's I'm reclaiming my energy 
because it's a new year and I am taking that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and said, as you can see with our uh, calendar on the front, we tried to find different representations of people who have come a long way. They've reclaimed their voice. They've reclaimed, you know, TV spaces. They reclaimed sports because there was a time that people of color were not able to be in these spaces right. and, you know, could not have their own. So it's like I said, it's opening the scope of what it's like to be able to now uh, be here, be, you know, who you are and how you got here. Because it's very important to, you know, say this out loud and let people know that, you know, the road is hard and the journey is long and we should be proud of what we've reclaimed. That's fantastic. James, what does reclaiming your time mean to you? Oh, Lord, I was um, sending an email to uh, my committee earlier yesterday, and I said, just an example, I said, I'm reclaiming my sanity. But um, honestly, um, there are lots of things I would like to reclaim um, that I feel I have lost, um, not only from a professional aspect, but um, from a spiritual aspect as well. And you know, if if you see me around, we can have a conversation about it. <laughs> yeah, I love that it can be such an expansive because that is the experience of black people in the United States, right? Is that the the spiritual, the professional, the educational, the political, the sociological, yes. the economic, it all is in lockstep with each other. And so you can't have one with fulfilled or actualized without having another and even if you could as an individual somebody else in our community that's what's beautiful about our community right is uh, the, the least of these among us of course there still continues to work to be done Clarence what does uh, reclaiming your time mean to you yeah, also, well it means uh, sometimes um, redefining who you are sometimes I think that proverbial reset we talked in our first interview uh, segment uh, of, of how regaining our health is so important uh, and then the stressors that we all go through and how can we um, manage stress. Stress is always going to be there and it we is. know that and it is how do you manage it to work for you or allow it to work against you. Uh, I will say this that I'm always impressed with the caliber of programming that the city of Bloomington uh, will puts on during Black History Month. Um, just like other communities um, who also host wonderful programming, uh, this involves the public, this en engages the public and informs the public, and then also reaches to the youth, yes. uh, who many of them, some have said that we have a generation now that may not even know who Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was. And we have to reacquaint yes. them with him and other uh, others who've gone, other pillars who've uh, uh, gone before us. And right. Keep their stories alive. Keep their stories alive. So if we could look at this wonderful calendar, and I did mention on the front end, I, I printed off uh, eight, eight and a half by 11, but, but James and, and uh, Shatoya walk in with this 11 by 17. It's beautiful. Wonderfully uh, colored calendar. Let's go through and pick some of the, of the events. And of course, we won't possibly talk about them all, but let's talk about some of the highlights. We've heard, we heard what James's highlights are. Shatoya, tell us what you're excited about. I'm definitely excited about some of the programs that the Neil Marshall will be putting on. Mm -hmm. they, we typically work together so that way we don't um, compete for you know audience because we definitely want to share the information that we're giving out and we want to attend each other's events. So uh, Monica Johnson, who's the director of the Neil Marshall 
She's been great to work with. Right. I, I was asked her for all the dates. Um, and so a few of the things that they are putting on, they are doing their Black Faculty and Staff Caucus Recognition Jazz Brunch. I think that introducing a younger generation to jazz is phenomenal. I know when I was growing up, that's all my grandmother played in the house, and I catch myself humming today <laughs> some <laughs> things. Uh, so for me, that's, you know, it, that's a feeling of kind of being back when I was young and being back at my grandmother's house and being around, again, a different generation that can appreciate jazz, yeah. even though I'm of a younger generation. Um, Another one is the Extensions of Tradition concert. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of people in the community get really excited about oh, this event. it's fantastic. So we definitely want to highlight it. We actually have, um, I have actually on my own personal calendar to make sure that I attend it and I have nothing else going on that day. Uh, but I definitely encourage everyone to uh, go to the Neil Marshall and that is Sunday, February 3rd. So only a few days after the kickoff. And again, as James mentioned, we'll have hard copies of the calendar so everyone can get this nice big version. What I really love about this calendar is that um, Black History Month at the Bloomington, in the city of Bloomington is sh makes sure to include some philanthropic opportunities. Do you want to talk a, bit, a couple about those? Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, for example, and Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, oh, yeah. for example, do some philanthropy oh, yeah. uh, during the month. Um, so, yeah, Zeta Phi Beta will be doing their annual uh, Baby March of Dines fundraiser. Uh, I believe myself and James are participating in that. I am, I am on a team. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be on his team. I am serious. <laughs> I think, did you win last year? No, we didn't. Oh, okay, so yeah, don't be and on I'm his upset team. About it. <laughs> <laughs> don't be on his team. <laughs> um, and then, yes, uh, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated will be doing their annual pancake breakfast. Both of these organizations will be giving funds to a to a great um, need. So Deltas will be giving the funds to scholarships, and of course, Zetas will be giving their funds to the March of Dimes. Uh, and then the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated will have their CAP kickoff program. So a lot of sororities, a lot of fraternities within the African American community are definitely coming together and we're supporting each other. And giving it back. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Shameless plug, I'm a Delta. So. <laughs> Shameless plug, I'm an Alpha. Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And we also have a happy hour event on February 1st right. at the Holiday Inn. Yes, definitely. All right, but you cannot go to that event until you go to the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center's yes. kickoff event, the Juke Joint, featuring Joella's Hot Chicken New to Bloomington, oh, wow. and 12 musical acts and amazing. Um, amazing visual gallery of art taking place. So, Well, with about um, 90 seconds left, uh, two things I want to point out. Uh, we will not be able to, before we air again, to mention the Marvin Chandler open to the moment documentary that will be uh, held on Sunday, February 3rd at the Buskirk Chumley Theater. That is going to be phenomenal and our very own Liz Mitchell had right. a lot to do with that. Uh, and then also on February 12th, we will have some time to sort of advance, uh, promote this uh, state of the black community in the city hall council chambers, February 12th, market calendars. And again, all this is online. And uh, James, why don't you share with us that uh, email uh, or that link or that website address to, to get the calendar that you can print off? Yes, it is bloomington.in.gov backslash BHM. 
Again, bloomington.in.gov backslash BHM. And as um, as so often is the case, time has sort of run out. But what I like to do is through the month of February, uh, isn't that the longest month of the year? Okay, <laughs> never mind. Uh, during the month of February, I'd like to invite bo- both uh, Shatoya and James back uh, just to uh, give us some updates on how things went and what to look forward to. But again, our thanks to uh, Ms. Shatoya Moss with the City of Bloomington's Department of Community and Family Resources and Mr. James Saunders, uh, who is the chair of the Black History Month Committee, for coming on tonight to discuss the upcoming Black History Month kickoff and several signature events scheduled for this coming February. Thank you, James. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. If you have an event or are happening the African-American community should know about, please send the info directly to the Bring It On staff. Or if you want additional information about a calendar item that you've heard tonight, please contact us at bringiton at wfhb.org. Once again, our thanks to Dr. Karen Reed Renner, a family practice doctor who practices in Bloomington. She joined us to help us salvage those New Year's healthy eating resolutions and to announce the launch of a new health and wellness spa on this coming Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. at 1403 Atwater. Our show's producer is my good friend Clarence Boone with help from WFHB News Director Wes Martin. Our board engineer has been Taya Wilson, and our original theme music was created by Jamil Effiam with additional background tracks by David Baker. For WFHB, I'm Roberta Radovich. And I'm Clarence Boone. Tune in next Monday, March, I'm sorry, uh, February 4th at 6 p.m. Trying to jump over February. February 4th is 6 p.m. for another exciting edition of Bring It On, right here on your community radio station, WFHB. You've been listening to Bring It On, a volunteer-powered production of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana. Bring It On is your forum for open dialogue on the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American community in South Central Indiana and beyond. Send your comments, suggestions, and story ideas directly to the Bring It On staff. The email address is bringit at wfhb.org. That's bringit at wfhb.org. This is WFHB Bloomington, Indiana, volunteer-powered community radio at 91.5.